Hi, and welcome back to Next Best Theater. I'm Nicole Ackman, and I'm your host for this special Valentine's Day-themed episode. Today, I am joined by Dan Baird. I love love, everyone. Michael Schwartz. What he said. Casey Lee Clark. Hello, lovers. And last but certainly not least, Cody Derricks. Ooh, so hot, so sexy, Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, the ghost of a, uh, an old madam came in here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Oscar season may be over for now, but our season is actually going to get started very soon to be talking about the Tonys. But before then... We have got a very special episode in honor of Valentine's Day, and we are going to be sharing our favorite love songs from musical theater. So we've each narrowed down to five songs, um, and then at the end, we're also going to talk about some of our favorite couples from musicals that weren't covered by our songs. And because this is in honor of Valentine's Day, we are trying to keep our choices to strictly more traditional romantic love, although, of course, there are many, many great love songs from musicals that are you know, focused on love of yourself or love of your family or whatever. Um, but so, first of all, I just want to say, I don't know about y'all. Well, I do know because I texted with some of you about this, but I had the hardest time narrowing down my list from my top, like, 25. It was so difficult. So difficult. Yeah, I've got, like, bolding and underlining <laughs> and numbers yeah. in my Word document. It, it's, it looks yeah. insane. The, the only thing about my list was easy was my top three I knew right away. But then everyone else, like, I had to go through all my cast recordings and, like, listen to things and say, oh, yeah, this one, not that one. And, like, there was a list of, yeah, about 20 or two dozen that I was like, what to fill those last two spots with? I did make myself a Spotify playlist with, like, my whole long list. Which now I can listen to all week, so that's fun. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of boiled down to I was like, oh, well, I really love this song, but what am I feeling right now? You know, like there was stuff that I like, especially when I was like in my peak theater listening in college that I loved. And now I'm like, but maybe I like this a bit more or like whatever. So that was interesting. Yeah, (laughs) I did have, as Nicole knows, I actually had to just tonight, I I freaked (laughs) out and had to like watch two performances of two different songs by the same artist to see which one made me fall in love with them more. In order to get it on the list. Okay, and he sent me both and made me watch them, but then didn't tell me which one he chose. So I'm just Ooh, waiting. Fun game. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I thought that maybe how we could do this tonight, guys, if it works for you, is that we could just go around and each take turns sharing our five, and we can have some discussion and then move on to the next person. I feel like that's going to be easier than yeah. than sharing one yeah. time. Okay. All right. So we might have some repeats and whatnot. Exactly. So, so who wants to start? I'll start. Perfect. Oh my God. A plus student. Wait yeah. <laughs> so my number five, um, I, I, this is a preview. I have a lot of more modern stuff on this list. I mean, modern is like post golden age. So it's like the past 50 years, but still I had to include <laughs> one classic golden age song on here. So I went with, I've never been in love before from guys and dolls, which I think is just mm. lovely. I love the idea of people being like, what is this? What are we feeling? I don't know. Want to kiss? And that's just, it's just very nice. It's got a really romantic, lovely melodic line. It's, it's wonderful. Well, I, that is really yeah. wonderful. Cause I'm going to continue off there because that was my number six. Oh, perfect. So you, you just saved me some trouble. Like we said, it was so tough to narrow down these long lists. And that was one that I felt really, really bad about keeping off. <laughs> so you, you just made that easier for all of us, Cody. I now, I got to ask you before I you know, re- reveal mine, 
what rendition is your favorite? Like, do you like the classic from the original or do you like the 92 revival? Or So, even yeah, the 92, I, did, I, I first heard Guys and Dolls when I did it in high school as a freshman. Um, so uh, the 92 revival was the version we used for references. So that's that's my go to for this. This uh, this song. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it's like such a pivotal moment in that show, too. You know, not only is it a song that stands on its own and became like a Sinatra standard for years after the uh, Broadway show debuted, but just where it's placed in the show, it's perfect within the context as well. So wonderful, wonderful. Uh, Can I go next? Everyone's good with that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, My number five is uh, from South Pacific, and that is Younger Than Springtime. Oh, I love that. I love that song so much. Yeah. And, you know, epitome of the Rodgers and Hammerstein Golden Age, one of their very best musicals. And again, a moment in the show, you have, uh, you know, these two forbidden lovers. And it's very much in that Rodgers and Hammerstein tradition that you have, uh, like, the king and I, they have that mold for these characters and a song that really stands out, like We Kiss in a Shadow. But this one, just everything about it, it just flows. It's another one that became like a Sinatra standard. And you see it with a lot of these. I'm sure there's going to be a trend going forward tonight. But it's just perfection. And when Matthew Morrison sings that in the 2008 revival, you know, I don't know where his Tony nomination was, but come on. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. Yeah. Okay, I will. I will go next. Um, because, okay, I I cheated. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I did it. And I cheated later. Don't worry. You're not. I have a couple. I cheated too. (laughs) I cheated. This is a tie because um, when, you know, when going through this list, there was my fair share, more than my fair share of heartbreaking Sondheim love songs. And it it came down to these two and I just couldn't pick. So I'm like, fuck it. It'll be a tie. You can all watch Bernadette Peters sing both of them back to back as I did all day yesterday and today. Um, it's a tie between Losing My Mind from Follies and Not a Day Goes By from Merrily We Roll Along. Oh, uh, yes. And One of my favorites. Losing My Mind is just like, it's the most heartbreaking song. Be- and it, the, the the great thing about both of these songs is that they work so well in a romantic love context of someone that you were very close to and had a strong relationship with and it it is no more and it can never be again because that person has moved on from you um but it also they are also both heartbreaking examples if you are singing them about someone who has died mm-hmm. um they almost become more heartbreaking and uh, losing my mind in particular, how, you know, every little thing that this woman does reminds her of this person who she can't have. And it's driving her crazy. And it, it, it breaks my heart every time. Um, I love it so much. There's a reason that that song has become a standard. Um, and not a day goes by is, (laughs) I, this one just really, really gets to me emotionally. The 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 melody that Sondheim has for this song that you have to sing when it just goes over and over and over and over about, and it pummels you with how awful this person feels inside that 
she she loves this person that she hates, and she it's that moment from um from Marriage Story. <laughs> this moment from Marriage Story yeah. when she, I believe I have to know you forever. <laughs> that in a song, but. The, the amazing thing about this song is um, that in the context of Merrily, you know, this is actually the one that comes uh, later in the timeline. And there's a version of it that in this one becomes the reprise because it's earlier in time and the show moves backwards. That takes place at the same character's wedding. And it is even more beautiful and in the context of the show even more mournful about how like you know not a day goes by when i don't think of you when i don't love you and the the contrast between the two is just heartbreaking and i think that even makes it better slash worse <laughs> if that makes any sense uh musical theater i think this is arguable but i i in my opinion captures the specific levels of either unrequited love or lost love or unreturned love better than almost any other musical style. Yes. Something about the way they, they capture narrative voice and character specific uh, lyrics and losing my mind is especially the perfect version of that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you want me to go next? Yeah, go ahead, Casey. And then I'll and go then last. You can DR. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mine's kind of a newer one. But it's You Matter to Me from Waitress. Oh, yes. Which oh, so I already nice. love Waitress so yeah. much. But that song, I think it epitomizes specifically for Jenna the feel like I think the first time she's ever truly felt loved. And it seems like just this beautiful, caring thing. And I, I love her little monologue soliloquy in the middle of it. Um, I just think that it's so beautifully done and all the lyrics and stuff. And it it's one that like since I that album came out and whatnot, and that show opened that has always stuck with me. So, yeah, that's lovely. It that and it's such a it's just such a nice thing to say to someone. Yeah, it's and, a beautiful yeah. sentiment. Yeah, yeah, and and of course, being a musical theater, of course, it takes the form of an even more beautiful song to verbalize that. Um, okay, so I have a bonus cheat song, and it's because it's a song that is by I don't actually know if it's if it's in one of Kerrigan Laudermilk's shows or not or if it's just one of their songs that they've written um but it's basically been performed by every broadway actor and every boy in your uh college mfa program and of course it is run away with me um i am personally partial to the jeremy jordan video that is on youtube and i am probably half of the views in it um (laughs) because in college instead of having a social life i just watched that video over and over um and i just i I love this song so much. I think it's really beautiful um, musically, but it's also just such a lovely sentiment of, um, you know, kind of just wanting to to get out of your life and, and build a life with this person that you found that's, that's new. Um, and I really like it, and I listen to it all the time. But my actual number five, my non-cheating number five, is from a show that I am one of the only people probably who really stands this show. Um, it is actually about to have a concert version in London right now, so maybe some people will know it. Uh, and it's the Pirate Queen. <gasps> I love the Pirate Queen. <laughs> so I am that Bublilin Schoenberg bitch. Um, <laughs> uh, you're going to get another song from them later. Um, but it is You need that on night. a t-shirt. <laughs> yes. I need that on my business cards. <laughs> um it's here on this night, which in the original cast recording, um, it's sung by Stephanie J. Block and Hadley Fraser, who are two of my favorite performers ever. 
And mm-hmm. whenever I can't sleep at night, what I typically do is I listen to some of these beautiful love songs from the Pirate Queen. I had a really hard time picking which one to to say for this. But this song is just about two people who are in love, um, kind of pledging themselves to each other. And um, it's, it's really beautiful, as you would expect from these composers. But it's also really lovely uh, lyrically and... Um, in true Nicole fashion, it's a great example of a couple who come together only to be ripped apart um, not that long after. Um, <laughs> but unlike my normal taste, it ends happy. Um, so that <laughs> that had to make it onto the list. All right. Are we ready for, for the next round? Yeah, I think we are. Hey, everyone. Sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of the Next Best Theater podcast, episode 26 on favorite love songs to celebrate Valentine's Day this year. In order to get the full podcast, you will have to head on over to Patreon, where for $1 minimum a month for Next Best Picture, you will get the rest of this hour-long episode from the Next Best Theater team. You have been listening to the Next Best Theater podcast underneath the umbrella of the Next Best Picture podcast, which you can subscribe to on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Acast, CastBox, and also on Spotify. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which, like I said, can be lent on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always. We shall see you all next time.